Groove Cafe. It is the Groove Cafe on RX Radio, and I am Crystal, always looking forward to interesting conversations and hearing from my guests. My guest today is a managing director at Card Pesa Limited, and he's a pioneer in digital microcredit responsible for delivering the Phoenix, Uganda's first digital credit card for the ordinary man built on a mobile money platform. So, this is interesting. Now, Card Pesa is a new face of credit financing, but my guest has a journey that goes back more than 20 years in business. I have Mr. Nelson Chituka joining me today. Thank you, Crystal. How are you? I am fine. It's exciting to be here. Um, Plus, you get, we're, we're pioneers like, like you. You know, in you this digital, digital radio, space. We're building a digital bank. I we know. We will talk. We shall do a lot of things together. I know. I mean, it's so fascinating mm. because we keep hearing about all these developments around the world and then yes. we're right in there. Yes. But when we were chatting, just, uh, I'm sorry, guys, I'm just going to bring you into what we were chatting about. You said a lot of what you do is about relationships yes. and people. And a lot yes. of people don't think about that, especially when you're in finance or just digital finance. Essentially, to make a, a decision on who you're going to lend money, you need to mm -hmm. know them. Mm -hmm. And so when we are trying to determine how much to lend and who to lend and why to lend, mm. you have to go through the process of finding out who the person is finding out who they are, how old they are, what their education level is, mm -hmm. what they've been doing for the last three, four years, mm -hmm. how much they earn per day, because you have to score based on something. Mm -hmm. And the biggest problem with Uganda currently is that information is not available. We don't have that no? data. We don't have simple things like addresses for homes, so you can't tell where anybody stays. <laughs> Thank you. And that where is where you we are starting them? from. <laughs> huh? And then you say, who is that person related to? Mm. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we, have a lot of, we have a lot of work to do, mm -hmm. but somebody got to do it because we have to build the baseline from which everybody else will build. Um, if you look at, I, I wrote an article a few months ago mm -hmm. about Elon Musk and Elon Musk wants to go to Mars. Yes, yes. And if you look at how he's building his way into Mars, he's building what they call the rails. So he's got the boring company which is building uh, being able to build tunnels. Mm -hmm. He's got uh, Tesla, which is about transportation. Mm -hmm. uh, he's got uh, Solar City, which is about how do you create electricity to drive the vehicles. Mm -hmm. Then all the different businesses. Then he's also built SpaceX, mm -hmm. which is the transport company to get you there. Uh -huh. So mm -hmm. some of the things we're doing is in the line of what Elon Musk is doing. We're building the rails. Mm -hmm. So we're the first person meeting the ordinary person to give us the information. Mm -hmm. And based on that information, we can start building a credit score and a credit profile for everybody. Exactly. And the biggest issue with Uganda is people don't really realize that you cannot be in business unless you have a credit mm -hmm. score or a credit line. Okay. If you find any employer mm -hmm. who pays you on time, if you know that you're paid on the 30th and that money comes on the 30th, rain or shine, mm -hmm. dig a bit deeper, you'll find that they have an overdraft. Mm. And most children growing up, I come from a family of very educated people, doctors and uh, land economists and people like that and lawyers. Mm. And when I chose the path I chose to go into business, nobody was there to guide me. Mm -hmm. So one of the things we are finding in Card Pesa is we need to come out and do awareness campaigns. Everybody no. smiles and says, ah, I have no debt. <laughs> and they say that is a sign of that's a sign of someone, oh. someone once told me many years ago yeah. that you cannot do business you can't and not borrow and then you listen, to, <laughs> listen to rappers because you need financing no matter what you see here rappers saying my credit is whack they know what they're talking about <laughs> if your credit is bad no one will lend you money in yeah. the US for example you can't even buy a car mm -hmm. or a house with cash even a fridge <laughs> they'll even be fridge. like no no and they say okay here's the cash I want to buy say, no 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 give us your credit score uh -huh. and that's how you do it and and for us to develop as a country, we have to be getting 
the same lines of environment that developed countries mm-hmm. grow in. Mm-hmm. If you look at the countries in Africa, which are the most vibrant economies, Nigeria, South Africa, Egypt, mm-hmm. Kenya, mm. the one thing you'll notice is that they all have very many local banks which provide their local people with credit. Oh. Those, those economies are thriving. That's why investors are coming in. Mm-hmm. In Uganda here, 99% of our banks are all foreign-owned. Mm-hmm. And that means that there's always an issue of how do they meet the local person. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone says, no, our rates are high in Uganda. And rates are high in Uganda because the Ugandan banks aren't Ugandan. Mm-hmm. The owners of the banks are saying that, what is that amount of money I'm earning in Ugandan shillings when I convert it to dollars or rand or, or Kenya pounds shillings or, or pound? Mm-hmm. And that is what what drives their decision and drives what they can invest in. Because that makes yeah. sense. Because, uh, yes, our uh, interest rates are very, very high. Yes. And, I mean, card is not the cheapest supplier. Mm-hmm. However, the issue is the rails we use are expensive. Mm. And meaning the rails we use are expensive if I told you that 4% of all the money you pay me will go to either MTN or Airtel in their mobile money fees for any transaction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, huh? mm-hmm. And then all the aggregators go over that. Mm. Now, if we build our own rails, if, for example, if you go to Nigeria, Nigeria yeah. is opening something called the e-Naira. It's like a digital currency which will enable the poorest of the poor to transact electronically, mm. cheaply. Okay. If you're going to go over a mobile network or an, uh, a telecoms network, it will charge you for its fees. Mm-hmm. So for us to be able to provide you money 24 hours a day, we need to have the servers that ensure that that money can be given. That means we are paying somebody Amazon uh, Amazon Web Services money mm-hmm. every month, or Azure, or Google, mm-hmm. and all these things cost money. And, this and is eventually, that's what the infrastructure yeah, you need. The, the infrastructure. Mm-hmm. So what we do is that look, we will do the heavy lifting initially. Mm-hmm. Go out and find out who in Uganda is credible. Mm-hmm. Build a credit profile and know that these are the guys who are credible. These are the guys who have shown that if you lend them, they can build. And then as we go along, more and more people will get used to the fact that if you want to do business, you have a credit line. Yeah. And once you understand that, mm-hmm. and you understand that you need to give good credit, if you're given credit, paid. Mm-hmm. No matter how <laughs> expensive it is. Up. People think that you know, they're going to run out. There's some recent stories where we've seen people who don't want to pay. Yeah. And I think most of the people I know in business were just like, that is just bad business. That is, you, 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 you're going to eat today, mm-hmm. but tomorrow you won't. Mm-hmm. Because tomorrow the same need, the same reason you need credit today mm-hmm. will reoccur. Yes. Now, I always say that if you can finance your business 100%, without looking for funds elsewhere, mm-hmm. then you're not exerting yourself. <laughs> as simply as that, you're not exerting yourself. Well, you're, you're doing you're just, too small? You're, you're, you're like playing a, it safe. You're not even playing it safe. You're, you're like a subsistence farmer. <laughs> for as long as I can... <laughs> I can yes, you're a subsistence farmer. For as long as I can have my two bunches of my token, it's good enough. Until your children get sick. Mm. Then you realize that Either way, I needed more material. And that's the thing yeah. in life, though. You yeah. never know what will come your way. And when you want to understand digital credit mm. in Uganda, look next door. Mm-hmm. Look next door. M-Pesa? Not in M-Pesa. Mm-hmm. M-Pesa is just, M-Pesa is the mobile money. Mm-hmm. But, but in, I, in, uh, there's so many credits Safaricom. that are feeding yes. into it. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a service in Safaricom called Fuliza. Mm-hmm. Fuliza is like a buy now, pay later. It is like Wewole or cash mm-hmm. but in Kenya mm-hmm. Fuliza is managed through Safaricom but the banks behind it are NCBA Equity Bank and KCB in Kenya mm-hmm. Fuliza uh, just last week the first thing President Ruto did when he became president was to meet with the central bank governors and the bank managers of KCB Equity 
and uh, NCBA mm-hmm. and the telcos. And he said, you guys need to do something about these rates you're charging. And they came and they agreed that they're going to reduce their rate. But you need to understand what Fulisa's current rate is. Mm-hmm. They charge 1.2% per day of what you borrow. Whoa. Now, that looks Whoa. like a Whoa. lot of money. But that is a lot, isn't it? Then the central bank governor of Kenya made a speech. Mm-hmm. And he says, I don't need to borrow. But every week or so, I go and see my barber. Mm-hmm. And so while he was cutting my hair, I asked him, uh, gentlemen, what do you think about Fuliza? Mm-hmm. And he said, Fuliza is a service we can't live without. Really? Because, he gave an example, he said that night ago, two nights before, he had to go and get his child medicine. Mm-hmm. He had 1,000 Kenyan shillings in his pocket. Mm-hmm. And he went to buy the medicine and the medicine was 1,070 shillings. And he was not going to go back and tell his child, I bought a quarter, a half, a third of the dose. Mm-hmm. And that is where credit comes in. People think that credit is for going to buy vehicles. No, it is life-saving. Right because also a lot of people here in Uganda earn on a daily basis. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so now when we build a digital platform like the one we're building in Kadpesa, mm-hmm. we can support somebody called a Mama Mboga mm-hmm. in Kenya. Somebody who can wake up every morning and borrow money from the platform, go out, do her sales, in the evening pay us back our money. Okay. And we can charge you per hour per second. Every time you have now our that money. that makes sense. And that is where we are going. Mm-hmm. But we have to build the platform to begin with. <laughs> So initially, obviously, because the telco companies are not giving us a break. Mm-hmm. They're charging us more highly than uh, the people who are doing lots of transactions. So we have to break through that. And that is what we have to build. And we have to convince Uganda that, please, you need to have a credit line. Mm-hmm. There are humongous numbers of examples. The other one is, if you're in the agriculture space, mm-hmm. you will know that, for example, milk at farm gate mm-hmm. can be between 250 shillings and 500 shillings a litre. Mm-hmm. That means if you're in um, Barara or Weju, where all that milk comes from, mm-hmm. the farm gate price is 250 yeah. shillings to 500 shillings uh-huh. a litre. Yeah. Yet, in any shop, Carrefour, Capital Shoppers, or Taskies, it's 2,500. Ask yourself, who is eating the 2,000 <laughs> shillings? The 2,000, yeah, the difference. Shillings. Mm-hmm. And what is that person doing that enables them See, milk is milk. The best thing you're going to do is going to pasteurize it, you're going to boil it, you're going to store it, and you're going to move it. Mm -hmm. How come the farmer who does the work of looking after the cow from the time it's born, the actual product, Mm -hmm. is not getting money? And that's the same problem we have with all our products. Mm -hmm. If you look at coffee, matoke, whatever, the farmers who produce these things, no one gives them credit. And because no one gives them credit, they can't increase their income. I'll give you an example, the milk example. If... I can give you a platform mm-hmm. where somebody can borrow 50 shillings so that he can move his milk at 50 shillings per litre from his farm gate to the nearest, uh, let's say, market or shopping centre mm-hmm. and then increase their income by, let's assume, Maybe 100. Uh-huh. And that 50 shilling costs him 8 shillings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Will that credit have been expensive? And that is what we need to keep informing the people that at the end of the day, that... Borrowing of money is about ensuring you can earn more. 
And that's that, why we that find your hustle. That makes perfect sense because you keep hearing, you talked about coffee, you talked about milk. People keep talking about value addition. Yes. Like we need value addition. You cannot add value but unless you, 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 you have financing. fun. But you need financing. Yes, you need the financing. Not, yes. And, mm-hmm. and even those value additions you do, you build a factory and then you'll find that the problems are you have the factory but the people who have the coffee don't have the money to bring the coffee to you. To you. And mm-hmm. so you have to start looking for money to start buying trucks to go and look for them and then it makes it more expensive <laughs> yeah. and then you cannot be competitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah? I'll give other examples. Jumia. Mm-hmm. Jumia was wanted to be the Amazon of Africa. Yeah, yeah. So they came into Uganda and many other countries in Africa and they found that because there were no rails, Amazon is built because in the US they have things like United Postal Service, mm-hmm. FedEx. So you can actually have your business and say, FedEx will handle the transportation for me. Yes, yes. In Uganda, Jumia had to build warehouses. They had to find the guys with the border borders. They had to find the... And those are the things that can be built. Mm-hmm. So we as Cardpesa are the guys who are building the rails on which future people who want to give credit will base. Mm-hmm. Because we will know that somebody who is of this age has worked for this amount of time. This is the amount of money they earn. Simple things. NSSF has that information, but nobody else has it. What's the average salary of, for example, a radio presenter? Mm-hmm. If you knew the average salary of a radio presenter, our system is very simple. You tell us how much you earn in a month mm-hmm. and we'll say we'll give you a credit line of 30% of what we are seeing that you earn. Mm-hmm. And that 30% can be used for emergencies and for trying to fund your hustle, knowing that within that 30%, even if, for example, can't earn from the hustle you've made, mm-hmm. because you have something else you're doing, it will not hurt your ability to move. Well, that makes sense. I mean, it explains why salary loans are, you know, something are go-to in this country. Most people are comfortable with and banks are comfortable with for that very reason. And the banks, truth be told, they're the ones who will give you the loans last. Because (laughs) for us businessmen in my 20 years of experience, Uh a bank has never lent me money personally. Are you serious? Telling you. Okay, so so before, you've been in business for 20 years, but before that you were formally employed. Yes, for a very short time. You told me a short time. You quit. <laughs> what happened? Okay, um, uh, I'll start. I was in King's College, Budo, finished in 1996. Mm-hmm. Went to university to do a Bachelor of Statistics. Mm. And because I had passed slightly well, I was able to change to the Bachelor of Commerce. Okay. Then in, when I did Bachelor of Commerce, I did uh, marketing as my option okay. outside accounting and finance. Mm-hmm. Then for whatever reason, I, put, uh, I applied for a job at Ernst & Young. And voila, they gave me a job to do taxation. Well, at the time. At the time. Mm-hmm. And all that time, everybody in my class was like, you, you did marketing, yet we guys did finance and accounting. <laughs> Why did they take you? How right? did you get the job? It was just about being uh, knowledgeable. Because mm-hmm. the questions they asked were about general knowledge. So mm-hmm. you have to be in life, you have to read a lot, you have to read the papers, you have to watch TV. So when I see parents, and I, I was telling you I'm an intentional parent, mm-hmm. my children do everything. I do not restrict them because mm-hmm. I know I don't know which thing they pick up. Yes, and huh? you don't know what yeah. door is going to open for and them in the future. The business we're doing now is about building relationships between different borrowers, different peoples of different cultures and different... And then you begin to see funny trends. Mm-hmm. I will tell you something that we are seeing at Cardcaster that people don't know. Why? People from the north and the east take... Um, they have what I'd call uh, honesty and reputation is a very big thing to them. And when you're lending them, you see it come through. Meaning that when you call their references, Mm -hmm. they're like, this guy is honest, whatever. And if he has a problem later on, the reference can actually intervene and Mm -hmm. step in and and you see a response from calling a reference. So there's there's a cultural thing that we are beginning to see among 
among the different places and we'll be able to know that ha, people from this section <laughs> I will tell you okay let me not, uh, I'll tell you the truth that there are certain areas in the Uganda where people are privileged okay and they feel that because they have filled your form you owe them a duty of service they don't realize that this money we are lending them has its investor so and we have there's to there's an in- entitlement there there's entitlement mm-hmm. and you and you and you see that okay i've given you your stuff mm-hmm. why aren't you giving me money it's like yeah, it's <laughs> like they put, money it, now. they put money with you give it to me <laughs> <laughs> when you give him a, 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 a credit limit mm-hmm. only that mm-hmm. yet when you look at the paperwork the guys have developed that are sent to you you cannot see how that person is going to be able True. to pay back your money. And also because there's systems in place. Yes. You have to have these systems in place. Now, I'll tell you the things we are finding, and that is why with my discussions, we are coming in, and I wrote about this thing three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. We have something called PESA Talks, and we're going to do something called Hustlers University, mm-hmm. whereby we are coming to teach the ordinary Ugandan how to do business. Because, because financial literacy is one of our biggest issues across the country. It is not financial literacy. Is we are it? not being told what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Many of these incubator okay. projects are just telling you you need to have bank records, you need to have you need to go to URA, mm-hmm. get a TIN number and all that stuff. That is yes, that is the process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, business is about sales. Yeah. So if you are to teach somebody how to do business, teach them how to sell. Because they start by selling themselves, then they start by selling other people. Mm-hmm. In my office, mm-hmm. one of the questions I ask these young kids who come to intern, mm-hmm. question number one, do you have a girlfriend? And the guy says no. And I tell that man, if you can't You're convince a girl, you're going to stress so many people listening if, right now. If you can't ag- uh, uh, convince, convince a, a girl, girl to like you the mm-hmm. way you are, how are you going to convince my my customers? <laughs> That's really tough. Yeah. That's harsh. No, it's not harsh. And you begin to see that this interaction is what makes people. Well, so that makes sense in a way mm-hmm. because if someone is going to believe in you, trust in you, you know. You that have to be able you. to start by selling yourself. Uh-huh. Huh? Mm-hmm. So when somebody has no work experience, mm-hmm. you ask him about his life experience. Okay. And in my uh, many years of doing business, I found these gentlemen who they call Conley. Mm-hmm. They're the best salesmen <laughs> because they have a way in which they know how to. And interestingly, they're the ones who have been, um, in our time, we used to call it being knifed the most. Mm-hmm. because they always keep bringing themselves up and that's what business is mm-hmm. I come in I try to sell to you you refuse you go to the next 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 and interestingly you'll find that if you get intentional children mm-hmm. I'll give you an example of an intentional children I'm going off no 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 let's I have that. this nephew of mine okay mm-hmm. he owns Cheaper Cash mm-hmm. Cheaper Cash is a three billion dollar operation yes and yes. this nephew of mine is 28 mm-hmm. he grew up in Uganda full time then he went to Aga Khan Mombasa in around 2011, 2012. Then he went to Grinnell. And then he was the first person from Grinnell to ever get a job in Facebook. And how did he get it? He wrote an email. I would call it a spamming email. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure out what Mark Zuckerberg and Cheryl Sanderberg's email addresses were. <laughs> and he sent to all the different iterations uh-huh. of that. Okay. And guess what? Some went through. And then Cheryl wrote to her head of, of international recruitment mm-hmm. he said look at this one it looks interesting then he went and worked in Facebook for two years mm-hmm. and quit mm-hmm. and the money he was being paid in Facebook him and his father who is my cousin have never seen in our lives in terms of salary <laughs> and he quit to start this thing called Chipper Cash mm-hmm. Chipper Cash has raised in the last 
$320 million. Yes. 28-year-old. Mm-hmm. So when you see all these adverts, you just know. But the point I'm trying to raise is that when he was raising the money, mm-hmm. he wrote 800 and over letters or applications to different VCs who 99% turned him down. And that is what sales is. Mm-hmm. So when we look at it now... But we what think, you said right from the start, he sold himself. He sold he himself. put himself out sold himself. there. Yeah, mm-hmm. he sold himself. So for us, we run a, we, we run a uh, swimming club called SEALs. Yeah. And what we're doing there is just trying to get children to understand in this world where everybody wins, there's no... Some guys are better than you. Mm-hmm. You have to learn how to improve yourself to be better than you. And mm-hmm. now, Ham, who is my nephew, is a competitive swimmer. And that is when you pick up those skills. Because uh-huh. as a swimmer, you begin to learn that today I'm slow. How do I improve myself? I keep training every day. Mm-hmm. My daughters better do five kilometers day. a day. Mm-hmm. So they go to school in the morning. The time we used to put them in the, uh, the pool at 5.30 a.m. Swim until 6. Go to school. Come out of school. Come and swim. Five kilometers. Not a simple thing. And then when you meet that person later on, mm-hmm. they begin to do things and they begin to outwork everybody else. Yes. Because that is how they've been trained. Yes. Now, putting all these things in perspective, that's coming back to what we're trying to do is that it's not easy. Mm-hmm. What we're doing is not easy. Our competitors are getting millions of dollars from Silicon Valley. We are a local company. All our systems are built by Ugandans. Mm-hmm. They are run by Ugandans. Our money is given to us by Ugandans. Mm-hmm. You will never find a day when I, as Nelson Chitika, will stand up and go for these pitching competitions and say, you see, please, this is a total addressable market. <laughs> and then somebody feels sorry for you and says, okay, let me give you $20,000 and see how <laughs> Someone it goes. feels no. sorry for you. Yes. <laughs> Uh-huh. My business needs to speak for mm-hmm. itself. The yes. numbers need to speak for itself. The growth needs to speak for itself. And when you keep doing that, then the people who come and invest in you see the numbers. Yes. You see the impact you're having on society. Because the truth of the matter is, if we don't build the digital banks, who is going to lend our children money? Sure. We are talking about oil and gas. Mm-hmm. These contracts are so huge. And every person giving these contracts is saying, you will pay you in 90 days. You'll pay in 60 days. <laughs> How are you going to live those 90 days or 60 exactly. days? Exactly. How will you survive in that time? Mm-hmm. And if the people who know you can't give you the money, how will you be able to do those big contracts? And that is why Ugandans are failing. Mm. We went to South Sudan. Mm-hmm. We opened up South Sudan. Mm-hmm. But the Kenyans have done more business in South Sudan than us. Why? Because the Kenyans sent their banks. So they sent Equity Bank. They sent KCB. They sent all these other banks which went there. And those are the ones that facilitate trade. Mm. Without a local bank, you cannot do business. And that is why the number of successful indigenous Ugandans is small. And that's why this mission of ours, of building a digital bank for the ordinary Ugandan, is important. Mm -hmm. Because it's not about me. Mm -hmm. It's about the guys who are going to come tomorrow, who will be coming out of college and saying, I'm looking for a job. I have this idea. I need the hams Mm -hmm. who went out and wrote (laughs) 800 letters. Mm -hmm. If they had, I mean, they could have gone... They've really gone far. But that is the whole issue. They had to be based in San Francisco to raise funds. Mm. Yeah? And yeah, there we are should many be able cl- to do that There here. are many companies here. Mm-hmm. And all the companies which are in the fintech space, which we have. Mm-hmm. When you hear a company has raised money, just go and look at where they raise the money from. Mm-hmm. 99 will not be, have raised the money locally. Yeah. They're all going for VCs in San Francisco. Yet, the truth of the matter is, the money is here. Hmm. I'll tell you something else. Mm-hmm. This might sound funny. Do you know who funds most parks in Uganda? It's a generalization. Generalization? I'm giving you a generalization. Okay, okay. But mm-hmm. the biggest funder of local banks in Uganda mm-hmm. is the National Social Security Fund. Mm-hmm. That means your savings. Our money. Are the ones which are. 
and the biggest lender to local banks mm-hmm. that is National Social Security Fund. Mm-hmm. However, you who has a billion shillings in National Social Security Fund cannot go and tell a bank in Uganda that you see I have a billion shillings in National Social Security <laughs> no. Fund, lend me some money. They won't no. lend you. No. And that's a disconnect. Mm. Most of these pension funds in other countries. I saw in Nigeria they've yeah. just passed a law where people can use their pensions exactly. to fund their mortgages. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Huh? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And what we're trying to say is that if the pension funds and see National Security Fund is, an, is a special case mm-hmm. because it gets its money from private sector workers. Yes. So its mandate should be to improve the private sector. Huh? So if I am paying NSSF for my workers, mm-hmm. isn't it? just plausible or logical <laughs> for NSF to be able to fund the people who fund me so they can continue. That cycle continues. Yes, uh-huh. yes. But you find the money goes to government bonds and government does not pay NSSF. It goes to... <laughs> it no, goes, <laughs> no, it's true. But yes, it's true. Right, I mean, if, right. I mean, these it guys, should be full, government, full you're funding cycle. government, mm-hmm. which, okay, does, in one way or the other, does uh, the infrastructure and all these other things. Mm-hmm. But you're using private sector savings mm-hmm. eh, to fund government activities. Yet government has taxation. Mm-hmm. So government can raise its money through taxation, but no, it chooses, no, we're going to lend, we're going to send bonds. And most of them are bought by NSSF mm-hmm. and the banks, which NSSF lends money. Yeah. So we need, to start, we mm-hmm. need to start thinking about, and, and if you look at all these developed, uh, what do you call, um, markets, mm-hmm. the Johannesburg Stock Exchange, the London Stock Exchange, a huge amount of that money is always pension funds. Okay. They're the ones who put money into VCs who then go out and do things. Now, we have a problem meaning our Uganda Security Exchange is still small. Mm-hmm. And still, even the small Uganda Security Exchange, mm-hmm. most of the money is NSF money. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh-huh. the issue is, it is our money mm-hmm. that things. is not helping us. No. Huh? And if you used your money to help you, we would do more. Mm. If that money is then invested into, you can come and say, okay, for organizations that, like, that meet this criteria, let us fund them because they are private sector. Where the disconnect is, is that our funds are used to fund activities that don't directly affect us. Mm. Or help us. Help us. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's what we are chasing. That's what we need to know. Because sooner or later, we need to have systems whereby Ugandans can wake up and say, I can start a business that can go and tussle it out with everybody else. Mm-hmm. And the banks can finance us to tussle it with everybody else. When you see the Kenyan companies moving, mm-hmm. you just know Uganda's biggest, for a long time, Uganda was Kenya's biggest importer. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the, I mean, meaning that the goods from Kenya, mm-hmm. their biggest market was in Uganda. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And what you know time. about Uganda as opposed to Tanzania, mm-hmm. the biggest number of foreign-owned banks in Uganda a Kenyan banks. <laughs> Kenyan banks. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the Kenyans who have their business in Kenya mm-hmm. can easily come and set up business in Uganda because the banks But the other that way around. Them, yeah? Mm. yeah, I mean, how many Ugandan companies do you find in Kenya? How many Ugandan companies do you find in, in Tanzania? Because when they go there, they find problems accessing credit. Mm-hmm. So we have to figure out and say that, okay, how do we sort this problem out ourselves? Here. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if I can show you that I have been in business as card person for close to two and a half years, I have survived through COVID. Mm-hmm. That means that this whole idea that Ugandans don't pay, mm-hmm. if you give people a service that they find useful, mm-hmm. they will pay for it. 
many of the arguments made you see interest is so high how do you borrow that is taking you off the you know when you said it per day then in your mind you imagine the accumulation of maybe the entire month 30 days but like you said if someone is borrowing for a daily need 70 shillings the governor's the governor's governor's, uh, Mm-hmm. 70 shillings, that's all he needed. Mm-hmm. And Foliza gave it to him. Mm-hmm. And with that thing, he was able to go and give his daughter or son the medication he needs. Mm-hmm. And that is what credit does. Right. Now, the problem is we've always been taught that once people get credit, there's all this uh, idea that people go and buy marry second wives and all that kind of thing. Because, <laughs> but truth well, be told, do, nobody mm-hmm. who is doing business, and in fact, the biggest businessmen mm-hmm. are the people with the biggest credit line. Mm-hmm. Anybody who tells you otherwise is lying to you and he wants you to be poor. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Anybody who doesn't have credit is poor and that is what you do wherever you go. When you go abroad and you're talking to them about giving you credit, mm-hmm. I've been doing business in Dubai and wherever, and they ask you simple questions. You're going to, let's say, go look for a school for your child mm-hmm. and they want to know how much you pay, how much they should charge you. They'll ask you, okay, how much do you pay for your mortgage? Mm-hmm. And you'll say, ah, no, 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 me, I'm rich. I've, I've I don't have my, a I mortgage. don't have a mortgage. Mm-hmm. And to him, he's like, how do you survive without a mortgage? Mm. And he tells them that you will not be able to pay my school fees on time. Imagine that. Huh? Imagine so people that. don't really know that. Mm-hmm. Huh? Here, it's a badge of honor not to have debt. Mm-hmm. In the real world, it tells you a lot about the scale at which you are operating. Sure. Because if you are operating at a certain level, mm-hmm. you have to have credit lines. And these credit lines are not about supplies mm-hmm. it's about how big the bigger your credit line the more people you put to work yes. that's why you, flow. it's a constant flow it's why the mm-hmm. ugandan businesses are small <laughs> mom and pop i'm making 10 cakes <laughs> five six what you find the cake business in this country is exploding mm-hmm. but the day somebody like mandela or somebody who actually can make cakes to scale mm-hmm. starts making cakes to scale then it's a all these guys will, ball game. will mm-hmm. collapse mm-hmm. Huh? I mean, you find business in Uganda that just blow your mind. There's a poultry producer who has one million birds. You know that? Sells 150,000 crates of eggs every day. 150,000 because he has one million birds. And he's in this economy. <laughs> and people don't know it. And yes. all that is scale. Yeah. Because you cannot do that level of business. And because he's doing that level of business, that person must have huge credit lines. Mm-hmm. He must be employing very many people, must yes. be putting many people to work. So the solution to our problem is to teach our populace how to access credit. Okay. And to access credit. Mm-hmm. To give you credit, they call it the five C's. Mm-hmm. What is the character of the person? Okay. Mm-hmm. Do they have what they call collateral? Do they have skin in the game? Mm-hmm. Capital, how much have they put in? Okay. What are the conditions? Mm-hmm. Hmm? Mm-hmm. and the last one is capacity will they be able to pay now that is what we as the digital lender are looking at mm-hmm. we are looking at those five C's and looking at character and capacity are the major determinants of whether we are going to give you a credit line yeah. and once you understand that that you can come to us and tell us all these stories but if we feel that your character is wrong <laughs> then you have a problem and the problem is with the digital systems people leave traces of their character on social media yeah everywhere <laughs> <laughs> on LinkedIn. <laughs> like, thank you very much for all this information, yeah. right? You, you're busy saying, okay, I, I quit this job, I enter this one. I'm busy. Uh-huh. Then, and you're coming to me and telling me that, okay, I need a credit line 
the next six months. Mm-hmm. Yet, on but your clearly, LinkedIn, you, you LinkedIn can't work even more than a year. Showing, you've never worked for more than a year. Mm-hmm. You get my point. That, that's the information we need. That's a good indicator. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So we we, we 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 pick these indicators that are not common to everybody. Mm. We pick indicators like your yaka number. Mm-hmm. If you have a yaka number in your names, mm-hmm. you own the house. Yes. Abroad, you'll be a homeowner, yes. and homeowners abroad get a lower interest rate. <laughs> so there are so many things which are local <laughs> to this country that people don't know uh-huh. that we use. Do you have a TIN number? Mm-hmm. If you say you've been employed for a long time mm-hmm. huh? and you don't have a TIN number, that, how have you been like, doing exactly it? Who's how? been paying your pay as you want? Yes. You get my point? Mm-hmm. So there are things which are local to this market that we're going to build on, which is what, what it's called, uh, some people call it decentralized finance or ways in which of, or alternate credit scoring. So we are, scoring. and that mm-hmm. is what Cardpass is about. We're mm-hmm. saying that okay, let's look for ideas, let's look for things which are unique about every market, mm-hmm. and exploit them so that we can give our people money. Okay, this is really interesting, but unfortunately, <laughs> we're out of time. Nelson, how can someone get in touch with you? Uh, Where would they find you? We are we are on Cardpesa.com. Mm-hmm. We have a Facebook page. UG. We are on Instagram, we are on TikTok, mm-hmm. we are on YouTube, on we are on everything because truth be told, mm-hmm. Card Pesa is about enabling the youth and 88% of Ugandans are below 35 years. Mm-hmm. And what do those guys have below 35 that don't have is collateral. Yes. The thing about Card Pesa, which I didn't say before, mm-hmm. is we don't take collateral. Okay. So we make our decisions based on data without going recourse to collateral. So we need to do our homework. Brilliant. We need to know. So, because we don't take collateral, you mm-hmm. need to show us that you have the capacity. Ah, and the so, character. And the character. <laughs> Once you give us person character, you're good. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for I hope joining you have been me. Nice one. <laughs> oh gosh, I was catching up with you the whole time. But it was brilliant. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much for yeah. joining me. And I look uh, forward to having you back. As I said, we are going to do Pesa Talks, we're going to do Hustle mm-hmm. Because we, we, we believe that we need to teach our people. How to be able to compete in tomorrow's world. Yes. You can be in Uganda. You can we can build if we can build Hamsar and Joji <laughs> in Uganda. Yeah. A boy who came from Kairi mm-hmm. in Gayaza most of his <laughs> life. And he goes and he builds a three billion shilling company. Mm-hmm. We can build others. Yes, we can. And what are we not getting? We are not getting the training people need to know the mindset of somebody who is a winner. Mm-hmm. And we need to work on that. And we need to start young. And it's starting young. Intentional parenting. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're again. welcome. <laughs> Cheers. Groove Cafe.